0: And, of course, this takes me back to and reminds me of Star Wars, um, the season finale of Invincible, which was overall an, an excellent show. And I thought I was getting burnt out on um, on superheroes because there's so many shows. There's a ridiculous amount of shows with superheroes, um, each with their own unique ideas, but still <laughs> regarding superheroes and people with superhuman strength and abilities and um, However, I'm not really getting tired of them because there are different twists on them, just like there are twists on people without superpowers. So this kind of thing can keep going, provided there are new and exciting takes on them. And I thought Invincible, um, I don't know if it was new, but it was definitely an exciting take on it. You know, it, it's kind of in line with like the Watchmen or the bo- uh, Watchmen or, or Boys, where it's superheroes, but they certainly have... Human uh, qualities and for lack of a better term flaws Um, I sound like Omni-Man flawed meanwhile. He was really flawed Um, But the 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 season finale it brings me back to Star Wars where it's like the father and son battle um, And then the temptation that the father brings. I don't know if Omni-Man Really tempted invincible at all. You didn't see that uh, he did try and make the case. He did try and twist the logic around. He did try and use the, you know, this su- Superiority complex saying well, you know, we have to kill a bunch of them to to save them um, But then you saw that conflict in, in Omni-Man that was the most fascinating and then of course at the very end where Seth Rogen came out and said this doesn't happen, but it can leave an opening and um, you know it and it just reminded me you know it it probably did star wars a little better than at least um the pre star wars prequels did in in anakin's temptation to turn to the dark side while um, i can understand why anakin turned to to the dark side it was kind of rushed um and um same kind of thing regarding uh in the sequel trilogy regarding raise temptation. Um, it wasn't that heavy. They didn't really flesh that out. Um, she was tempted a bit, but you know, you never really got a sense of her wavering. But Omni Man's case could have been. Um, it wasn't exploited much at all. Um, I guess maybe there wasn't time for Invincible to to feel tempted, or he was just so grounded in Earth that he didn't, at least for this season didn't feel that t- temptation. Maybe um, when, I'm hoping when there's a second season, they could explore something like that even more, the, the conflict not only between Invincible and um, Omni-Man, but um, the conflict between Invincible and himself, where he comes from. Um, I would imagine Omni-Man and maybe other Viltramites will try and exploit that with Invincible. Um, so yeah, so, so overall Invincible was, was great because they explored, the show explored the, the human qualities of the characters, even though they have these superpowers and you, you throughout these eight episodes, you got to know, um, the, the Grayson family. And I, and I'm guessing Grayson is a, is a tip of the hat to Dick Grayson, who is, uh, Robin, uh, from Batman and Robin, um, and, you know, and the voice acting was so good, like a lot of these voices sounded familiar. So I would hit, always hit pause because Amazon Prime has, you know, who's playing who. And first is Steven Yun playing Invincible. And uh, I first heard of him in The Walking Dead, and he's gone on to uh, receive uh, an Oscar nomination for his role in Minaria. I haven't seen that yet, but uh, but it's on my list. But uh, but I would imagine his association with Robert Kirkman of The Walking Dead. uh you know at at this point I'm maybe Kirkman just said hey Steven can you do me a solid please you know and I'm sure it was a mutual that's what I'm guessing it was a mutual understanding so he was the the lead in invincible because he played invincible third you have Sandra oh you have um uh let me pull up the cast uh, uh JK Simmons who of course played Omni-Man and JK Simmons is terrifying you know, I remember him from Oz and and just in in Whiplash you know, it it'd be nice to at least, you know, as Commissioner Gordon, he's kind of a good guy. Uh, you know, it would be nice to see him play a nice man every once in a while, because he could be a terrifying villain. And I thought, oh, maybe with, with um with Invincible he can play someone good, but obviously he's like the the most the most evil. And what's so terrifying, you know, it, not only with J.K. Simmons uh voice portrayal, just the character of Omni Man, what's so terrifying is just the the power matched with the ideology, uh, which is very obviously very very deadly. And on the opposite end is is someone like Superman, who the the power, um, and ideology. You know, his Superman's ideology is is as powerful as his physical power. So it's it, with Superman, it's it's you know. I know I'm so strong and I know I can do anything and, and it's how I how he can use that for, for good and, and that struggle with him. Because you can't really defeat Superman. I mean, unless you have kryptonite, but for the most part you can. And Omni-Man is virtually indestructible. Um, he had moments where he, you thought he was down, but then he came back because that's how strong he is. Um, but but that, that battle between um, Omni-Man and Invincible, there was the physical battle, which Omni-Man, you know, Eventually was able to to handle, but then Omni Man did not win the emotional battle. Where he, th- where you know that the the human quality, the 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 uh, time he spent on Earth seemed to have changed him. The bonds he created with his son, the bond he created with his wife, and and you know when when he was yelling at Invincible about the how useless humans are, it was almost like he was trying to convince himself because. You know, even though he killed probably thousands of, of people, um, there was a part of him that really, that really believed the, the good uh, in humanity, and probably, most likely, was the reason why he abandoned his post because there was a conflict with what he thought was his identity, and when that identity comes into conflict with with a lot of people, it, it's a hard battle to have. So it's easy just to kind of give in and go back to your identity. Uh, it's, it's harder to, uh, to change. Um, you know, and then this is it, 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 it's all relative, it all depends, because there are some identities that are that are very much destructive and, and other identities that aren't destructive. And and the real, the real uh, conundrum is, you know, is finding within yourself, How much harm you're doing or trying to convince yourself that you're doing less harm and and you know, I always say in this podcast the you know why information and why knowledge is so powerful because it can help you make those decisions you know hopefully you have those core beliefs and values where uh you can use that as an anchor as something to ground you but but if your core beliefs and values tend towards the destruction of of people especially the destruction of the most vulnerable which which omni-man everybody was very vulnerable to omni-man um, even the most powerful superheroes was uh, was a vulnerable species uh, to to Omni Man and and the Viltramites. So it's um, it's 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 trying to maintain those core beliefs where you don't want to harm people, and then you know giving people space uh, and hopefully time with the you know with with the means to to make that change. And individually, it's a very, very, it's a very hard thing to do when someone is so bogged down in in a belief and in an ideology. Um, You know, through policy, it's, it's, it's much easier and much more effective. So if you have a policy that that promotes the, the least amount of harm, uh, the most amount of freedom. um, uh, And it's, and it's always that and it's always that balance uh, that makes uh, humans such a fascinating bunch, aren't we? So I think um, Invincible really played that off well. Um, I mean, the the show Invincible, and then also just the the character development of Invincible, you know, Uh, how he was able to maintain that. And I I think, you know, talking about grounding and talking about core beliefs, it it, it goes back to the love of his mother, and the love of of who he thought his father was. He was raised in a very loving home, uh, very much a privileged background, didn't really have to want for anything, but he had that foundation of love and caring Um, from his mother from a realistic standpoint. And even I would argue from Omni Man from a realistic standpoint, even though it took Omni Man a while to to really warm up to that, it seems that he did, which was again, you saw that during the the baseball scene where he started cheering for his son and that was a genuine thing. And and you know, and, and, and again when, when Omni Man was was arguing with his son, um, in that last fight, it was you saw that conflict within Omni Man. Now the problem is Omni Man Killed a lot of innocent and vulnerable people, so that cannot be uh, that that cannot be forgiven. There has to be accountability with that, and it's going to be so interesting. And I, like I said, I would imagine there's a next season. I hope there is a next season. What the other planets are going to do because the Viltramites are, are incredibly deadly, um, and they're an empire, and they're just going to keep steamrolling over planets because, you know, the superiority, that's, that's what they do. Um, and that is apparently their policy, which is, which is a very, very dangerous one. So, um, so yeah. And then all the other characters, all the other superheroes from, you know, the, the, even, even the ones that we didn't know that well, you saw just through the action, um, What they could have been like, you know, you didn't really get to know too many of them, the ones that were killed quick, but you you got to know the the new guardians of the globe and and their character developments from, you know, robot from Rex to Adam Eve, to um, all of these different characters who you think are villains, and then they turn and then and then they they end up you know, working or living within the gray as, as Cecil, uh, says, um, I think Cecil said that. So it's, it's, you know, it's all these different things and all these different strategies that, you know, Cecil was such a good character just because of his leadership skills and the, the really hard decisions he has to make, um, and how he was able to, you know, to use all these resources available to him instead of throwing something away. It's like, well, okay, we have this. Let's see what we can do in order to defend earth from something as, as powerful and as deadly as, um, as Omni-Man. So, you know, there's the physical game and then there's the, the mental game, which, um, which has to be in balance in order to, uh, to go through this, um, this conflict. So, you know, you know maybe it's it's just how I was raised, but like it, it always goes back to the Nazis with me. I am my my dad's side is a um, uh, Jewish background and and they fled um, in the early 1900s they fled Russia from from a Jewish persecution. and I probably at too young an age, um, watched uh, movies about the Holocaust, and I would say, "Well, why are they killing all these people?" And they would say, "Oh, because they're Jewish." And then I would go, well, "Wait a minute, aren't we Jewish?" And I'm like, "Well, what the hell?" You know. So, so a lot of my core beliefs, you know, turn back to, "All right, well, how do we prevent the Nazis or Nazi equivalents coming back? How do we prevent, you know, the misinformation, the 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 really." deadly ideology and it's not even ideology it's dogma how do we prevent that from from happening so um so it it always comes back to me and and the Viltramites certainly remind me of the nazis of of uh you know this empire that are just trying to take over everything and they just have this ridiculously supremacist um belief that they're better than than everybody else and it's up to um everybody to band together and to fight this um this evil this this scourge so it's going to be really fascinating to see what the other planets and other species do um especially ones who are maybe at conflict with humans to begin with and conflict with each other and if they can come together to fight the overall greatest evil and within fighting this greatest evil maybe there can be some reconciliation maybe they can come together who knows um but but overall really good show and and it, it goes to show It goes to show, well, there's certainly time and and space for a two-hour movie, an hour-and-a-half movie, because it kind of gets the beginning, middle, and end right away. You don't have to put that much time into it. But something really has to be said now that it's peak TV, it's the greatest time ever to be a, a fan of TV, how an episodic show that's, you know... Where you don't have to wait. I didn't have to wait. I think Invincible was released once a week. I didn't have to wait because I watched it kind of late. Wow, that rhymes. Um, Where I can just go and and spend, you know, whatever, eight hours with, with these characters and really get to know them on a level... That I couldn't during a movie because there's just that not not much time, so it's spending all this time and you know and, and energy I guess um, with these characters getting to know them and and what I really love about you know movies, TV, music, um, is that you, you do. And then I come from an acting background too. So it's just through performance, how you learn about humanity and and the different sides and different points of view and what motivates people, you know, actors say, well, what's my motivation? Um, what, what motivates people to, to do it, to do what they do. Um, so it's, it's certainly an exploration, you know, and the same thing is, is with books, you know, what what makes books so great is one the escapism that they provide but a but also a really deep dive into into humanity and how people think and and how they get along um you know and and books are more um they're more active than television you really have to use your brain because you're reading while tv you can kind of drift off and you know there's there's advantages to both and that's why i think i love both uh, so much and same thing with music music teaches I think teaches people about humanity how to feel you know where where other people are coming from or it's kind of like oh well I feel the same way so that means we're all connected man um so it's um yeah yeah so overall just a really good show and you know I will I will watch another superhero show I, I also watched doom patrol which I hope to do uh, an episode on as well that was excellent too uh such a great character study of um of superheroes and trauma so i hope to do a deeper dive into that and then um you know whatever comes our way peak tv i will uh i will take on um so yeah so hopefully you can take on this podcast but not in a combative way hopefully uh in a, in a friendly way hopefully i've uh helped you with your time and energy um while while you were listening to this so i thank you for listening um so, uh, so yeah, so you can find me um, on Twitter at MMAM Podcast. You can email me at MMAM Podcast at gmail.com. You can find me on Facebook at MMAMpodcast Podcast. And please rate, share, uh, and write a review for this podcast so hopefully uh, more people can hear it. And um, what day is today? Oh, well, it's, oh God, why would I say that? It's, it's Memorial Day, May 31st. 2021. Um, a lot's happened since the the last podcast, but um, I am fully vaccinated. And so I've uh, stepped a little more out into the world now that I'm uh, now I have that protection. And I have that protection because I have the knowledge about what vaccines are and what they do. And, and I defer to the experts and you can find this information, not not misinformation, but you can find this information by reading or listening to credible sources of news, whether it's the New York Times, the BBC, USA Today, NPR. These are excellent sources um, where you can get the information you you literally need in order to make a sound judgment, uh, not like the Viltramites, but you can make a sound judgment on um, how you can live your life in the least destructive way possible and how you can get through the turmoil that will most likely always be with us, there will be times of peace, there will be times of conflict, but always with like a, you know, I guess maybe I'm cynical, or maybe it's a little bit pessimistic, but always seems to be, you know, this bubbling under of of turmoil. So it's, you know, passing on the knowledge that that we learn through these credible sources onto other people, and hopefully, uh, you know, making making our little worlds or our little communities or our little pods um, safe. So get yourself vaccinated, uh, get out there. And so you can so you can get back out and get back to, you know, what is uh, pre pandemic, but hopefully not back to what it was always like pre pandemic, hopefully, it'll be better than what the pre pandemic was. But you know, the virus is still out there. And it's probably always going to be out there. So get yourself vaccinated. And, um, you know, follow the follow the science follow the rules. And uh, follow the experts, not some influencer that has a podcast or not someone on YouTube or, or not someone through social media, not your friends, cousins, roommates, aunts, brothers, fathers, grandfathers, sons, dog. Um, you you want to go to the experts. You want to go to science. You want to go to scientific consensus so you can protect yourselves. And with this virus, learning how to protect others around you so um and i want you to listen to this podcast for as long as i do it and listen to the earlier episodes and you you can do that if you if you're alive and if you're if you're well and if you're healthy so um i think that's it for me uh and take care everyone bye